Greetings, fellow travelers. The road to empowerment is paved with, well, that's what we're here to find out. And while we're at it, what about all those potholes? Welcome to the road to empowerment. Your host, Marla Bolak here with Wendy Pearsall. Let's hit the road. Wendy, you're an artist, author, and publisher of educational content for children. You've released two best-selling books, written for entrepreneur.com, appeared on the Today Show, and you're passionate about making an impact on the world in many ways. And I have seen your work, your, your artwork, it's beautiful. I, I've known you in different capacities and I think you're fantastic. Um, let's get to it. Let's, can you tell me ab about a time when you used adversity to propel yourself forward? Yeah, Marla, thank you so much for having me. It's so cool to be here and to, and to uh, work with you on this podcast that you're doing. So let me set the stage for you a little bit. In 2012, my husband quit his job pretty much on the spur of the moment. And, oh. and he's, he came home and he said, guess what? I quit my job. Oh, nice. To start my own business. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay. That means I'm the sole breadwinner now, which mm. at the time in 2012 was fine. Uh, you know, it was, it was a stretch for me, but we were able to make it work. Um, it's the first time I had ever been in that kind of position though, as the sole breadwinner for the family. And it was, but at the same time, I was very kind of proud of that. Mm. So we got through the end of 2012. He's, you know, still in startup mode and 2013 came around. And this is really interesting in which at the beginning of the year, usually I'll kind of have like a good feeling or a bad feeling about the year ahead. Well, oh. I had a really bad feeling about 2013 and I always kind of wonder, does that become a self-fulfilling prophecy or is it really just me being intuitive? Anyway, I was right <laughs> about <laughs> 2013 because my business took a huge one-two punch within two weeks of each other. So first of all, Google made an, not an algorithm change, but an interface change. And a large portion of my traffic on my website came from Google image search. Well, they, the way that they changed their interface, my traffic dropped off 30% instantly. Ouch. I thought, well, okay, you know, I can, I can handle 30%. Well, two weeks later, my ad network said, we're not going to be working with you anymore because we're shifting our focus to a different audience. So suddenly I had no traffic what? and I had no advertisers. And I'm going to tell you, Marla, I, I will never forget that day when it, <sighs> when everything, when it, when the reality of what was going on, when my, my husband was not going to be going back to work, when I was the sole breadwinner and everything crumbled around me all I don't even choke up thinking about this day oh. all the kids were gone at school and I went into my bedroom and I curled up into the fetal position and I bawled my eyes out it was terrifying oh. like fetal position crying terrifying oh. I was like what am I gonna do what am I gonna do oh my god like, this is all on me um no pressure. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? You know, we, we had, you know, a nice house. We had kids in school. Like, it, you know, it was, it was terrifying, Marla. It was, it was yeah. really terrifying. Um, and I think the kind of shock of that and the fact that it all happened, like I'd been doing everything right, I thought. 
you know, I just, I kind of, I felt truly victimized, like, you know, Google and the big business, you know, changing, right, their, right. Changing, their, changing their stuff and stealing my traffic and <laughs> those bad and, boys. And I, I, I wasn't really as mad with my ad network. I totally understand that they wanted to focus on babies and not kids because all my, my audience for my website is for kids, at least five elementary school kids. So, you know, like you want to focus on babies. Fine. I, I understood that. They didn't give you any notice. They, they did. They gave oh. me, they gave me six months notice, but that's not um, enough. Well, it was, there's, there was not a lot of ad, you know, the 2012 or 2013 was still on the tail end, like we had not had any sort of solid recovery. So there weren't a lot of advertisers right. and ad networks out there to move to. And, and I, I just kind of froze up and went into overwhelm mode and I just kind of oh. went, Oh my God, poor me. What am I going to do? <laughs> and <laughs> which uh, I, I stayed there for too long. As I was saying to you earlier, I, I call that my turtling year where I feel I, I really kind of felt like I was a turtle on the back of my shelf, flailing my arms saying, Oh, me what am I gonna do oh for me what am I gonna oh. do uh, just totally feeling sorry for myself um, I think here's the thing though is that I never really gave myself permission to feel sorry for myself and move on from it like I felt oh. sorry for myself but like I also kind of resisted it and I just it you know it was just kind of an emotional emotional cluster F of <laughs> sometimes you got to go through it yeah Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and I think I was resisting going through it because I was so, it was just such a, it was so scary to go through it because I really yeah. didn't know what to do next. Yeah. By the end of 2013, we had lost our life savings trying to save our house and oh, then we no. still lost the house. So it was just like, okay, great. We lost the life savings and we lost the house, but Ooh. we moved up to Woodstock then in 2013. And it just kind of felt like a clean slate. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. had a much smaller yeah. house, much more affordable. My husband's business was doing well. And one of the things that I did was hire a life coach. And I'm trying to like, look back on how the heck did I pay for that, man? I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I wasn't hardly making anything. Oh. Um, but she helped me to just kind of work through some of that, all that kind of emotional trauma around that experience and, and which is kind of funny and also just kind of gave me permission to just like grieve the loss of my business mm -hmm. and helped me to work through the overwhelm, you know, for about a year or so I, I didn't do, do much. I, I tried starting up something else. I wasn't really passionate about it. It was not making me any money. Um, but at least I was starting to take little tiny action steps. And I think that was my way back was to, it didn't really matter what I did. It was just stop sitting around and feeling sorry for myself and just move motion. Even if it's yeah. Even if it's not in a direction, that's ultimately going to be the right direction for me or for you or whatever. It's just taking action again was, you know, the start of the way out of that. One the, of the, journey, other, the journey of a thousand steps starts with that first one. It does. It really does. I think one of the other things that then, and you and I have done a lot of Tony Robbins stuff was, yeah. I, you know, I was able, I think after getting through the, the big emotional impact of that was to finally ask myself, well, how did I play a role in getting myself here? And that's when I could say, oh, you know, I really had too many eggs in one basket. 
with my business. I mm. thought I'd tried to diversify it and I hadn't. And it doesn't mean that, I mean, it doesn't mean that I made big mistakes. It's just that the way that I diversified wasn't, just didn't work out in the long run. Right. You know, I was trying to be smart about it and it just didn't work. Well, sometimes things just happen that are beyond yeah. your control. And, um, you know, I think you can, you can take precautions, you can do your best, but I'm sure it made sense to have your eggs in that basket for as long as you did. It, yeah, it did at the time. Yeah. Um, but once I was able to think, well, how did I play a role in it? I was able to shift my focus on, well, what can I do mm -hmm. now? Like, I, I'm not getting my traffic back from Google. I, I could do, you know, get some more ad revenue. And, and, I, and I did get a new ad network. And I w at least got to the point looking at my business. Well, you know, I'm not really sure I even want to do this anymore. And maybe I wasn't even honest with myself about that back in mm. 2012. Was like, am I, I was questioning, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. So I thought, well, I can't, if I want to walk away from this, I can't really sell it while traffic is decreasing. So I'll right. put enough work into it at least to at least get the traffic increasing again. And then I'll just sell it and be done with it. And now I finally had a goal. Now I had a finally a future to work towards. I think that's so important yeah. is to create something in the future, even if it, it doesn't end up where you land just something to work towards and where yep. you feel like you're in control again and you can take action steps and work towards it. And Yay. yeah. And, and that was the shift that I needed to make. What's interesting is that this was net by the time I really got going again, it was about 2015 and started growing the website again. It really didn't well, let me put it this way. I started trying to grow the website again, but it still kept declining because I'd Ooh. left it for so long. But because I was working on it, it started making more money. So even though traffic was going down, it was starting to become more profitable, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. And I think sometimes maybe the universe just can kind of see that your, your intentions, and I sound, that sounds a little, mad, little magical, but I do believe that hard work pays off in many different ways. Yeah. And what's funny is that once it, it took years, it took years for the the, the website to grow traffic again. Um, what I find really ironic is once I finally got it turned around to the point where I could sell it, I didn't want to sell it anymore. I'd fallen <laughs> in love with it again and it started growing and I started enjoying it again and now I'm I'm here now and I have three employees with me and we're all just cranking away at it. So that's why I, I say when you're at least I was working towards something, working towards selling it, at least that got me out of my funk and into real productivity mode and action again and stop yeah. feeling like a victim to it. Wow. So many little nuggets in there. Um about how you just, you, you felt your, what you had to feel, you went through it, resistance, you resisted it, but you, which <laughs> probably made it harder, who knows, but I'm you, sure it made it harder. <laughs> <laughs> <Positive>. <laughs> 
but you work through it and you, 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 when you, when you did, you, you faced it, you got the help that you needed and you just move through it and you, you, you move towards something. And I think your point about having goals is so important and you might find as you move towards that goal that that's maybe not where you're going to end up and maybe you'll change your mind and you zig and zag, but you've got a path and it's going to inform you. And it did. And, and that's what happened to you. You had a goal to sell this and you cha- you said, Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I should keep this going. And um, I think that's fantastic. And I'm, I'm sure that that is going to be really helpful information to anybody who's listening. So thank you, Wendy. I, what I, I love about, looking back on that time now is that I still live in a world of algorithms. My website is still out there depending on Google for traffic. Now that we are publishing books, I I depend on Amazon's algorithm to rank my books and have them sell. And I'm so keenly aware now every, any single day, something, a light switch could go off and I could lose everything all over again. And now that I've been through that once, I know that if that happens, I'm going to find a way through it where it, that used to be so paralyzing. Oh, and now it's liberating. Well, (laughs) that's a little bit too far. (laughs) Maybe not liberating, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't scare me like it used to. And it doesn't, Mm. and fear, you know, has a way of stopping all of us in our tracks at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, um, maybe we can have you back for a longer session later on. I'd love it. But, yeah, sure. Oh, wow. That would be great. And so we, I, I want to let people know that you recently started doing Facebook Live videos on your Facebook page. Would you like to tell us more about that? Yeah. So 2019 for me was a, a, a year of a lot of personal challenges, which, which we didn't even talk about, but you know. <laughs> another time. Another time, but lots of loss, lots of personal loss, which just in, in, I mean, in bad ways, of course, but that kind of thing incurs, just encourages a lot of soul searching. Like, wow, you know, now what, what do I want to do? My business is running well. It's running smoothly. I I still want to invest in that, but I'm feeling called to do a little more and a little more giving back. So that's one of the reasons that I started doing these Facebook lives was to start sharing these business lessons and business advice that I've learned after being, you know, a business owner for 14, 14 years now. Yeah. 2006 to 2020. Yeah. 14 years. Mm -hmm. And so I'm toying with new ideas. Like since I have a staff that can keep this business running smoothly, what, what else would I do? And I, I am super passionate about entrepreneurship. I am super passionate about mindset stuff. And I see a lot of artists or makers in this space get paralyzed the way I used to get paralyzed. So I'm toying with the idea of doing more in terms of helping artists and makers make their businesses more successful because I don't think it's a natural way of thinking for people who are creative. Yeah, not at all. No, they don't like the numbers part. They don't like the marketing <laughs> part. And I, man, do I get it. Yeah. So... So that's what I'm going to be toying with in 2020. And, and you can follow that along on my Facebook page and there's going to be plenty of free stuff. Cause I like giving away stuff for free and who knows if I create a product or service out of it. I don't know. 
we'll see. Well, well and I've seen a couple of those Facebook uh, lives and, and, and they, they are up and they're going to be moving to your Facebook page, which I'm going to put in the show notes. It's, but in case you can't find them, it's www.facebook.com forward slash Wendy Pearsall Art and Pearsall's P-I-E-R-S-A-L-L. And I'm, I'm sure if you go in and, and uh, in Facebook and search for Wendy's name, you know, Wendy Pearsall Art, you'll find it or contact me and I'll, I'll send you there. Look on the show notes. Okay. Um, and they're, they're really, Wendy, they're, they're really good. You're very generous with your information and time. And I, I think worth watching for anybody who's thinking about what would it be like to, to start a business? What would be, you talk about the good things, the bad things, and um, everything in between. And then people ask you questions and you answer them. It's very engaging posts. Thank you. So um, thank you. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you for being on the show. And I guess we have to close it up for now. But I really enjoyed having this time with you. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you so much, Marla. And best of luck to you with your show. This is so exciting to see you doing this. And I can't wait to see where you go with it. (laughs) I can't wait to see either. (laughs) Thank you so much. Many thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see this podcast reach more people, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Well, that's all, folks. Until next time, when we meet again on the road, the road to empowerment.